Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of An Emerging Forest. This is the next-to-last show in March of 2019. Amazing. Almost three, almost a quarter of the year has already flown by. And what I'd like to start, I'd like to start, do a sort of where we are in the mindset that I create for myself. So I constantly change my mindset and rethink it. And uh, as a result, sometimes of actually uh, brainstorming on air Uh, with you in such shows as um, Disappointment and others, I come to new conclusions. So I actually uh, don't rehearse or don't get all the way to the end of logic uh, that occurs on the show. And some pretty powerful stuff has happened in some of the shows. And so I'd like to start and do a summary show where we start from basic assumptions and build my frame of mind, how my frame of mind is. And you can uh, follow along and see how my frame of mind uh, works and what the results are. Maybe it's interesting to you. Uh, I hope so. 
Uh, so thank you so much for joining me. Uh, the number to call in, if you feel you want to call in, is 646-564-9714. Once again, the number is 646-564-9714. You don't have to talk about what I want to talk about. You talk about something else. And if we get talk, talking and it's interesting, I have a, uh, the full two hours to expand and go into. So uh, if you feel uh, moved to call and you feel strongly that you want to talk about something, let's talk about what you want to talk about. And I'll save what I want to talk about till next week. So I am not going to talk about standard thought. I'm going to talk about how I think now. Standard thought or taught Western, Eastern, whatever thought is not something I'm going to spend my time on comparing, saying that's how they think, this is how I think. I'm not going to do that tonight. So I start by considering how much talent I seem to have and how many things I seem to do well. And then I look at other people and they innately seem to do vastly different things than I do and they do them very well. And then I look at the number of years before they're performing at such a high level. And I think about how much work you would actually have to put in to bring that skill from initiate neophyte level up to the very refined expert master or just unconscious level that you, me, other people have with these various skills. And then there's information that you just know that just is just at your fingertips. You know something is a certain way. And you didn't, there is no you didn't get that information. You were not exposed to that information. You didn't receive it via any method. So here's what I think. I think that this life is a very, very thin, short time period to learn and refine skills and to have experiences. And with that said, how did we develop all of these refined skills? I believe that that means that there were past experiences, past lives. And I uh, use the analogy of 
the rings on a tree trunk and you say, okay, every time you draw a line, that's a death. And so you were alive during the, the, the growth area, the lighter area in the tree trunk, and then there was a thin, darker line that denotes winter, denotes where the outer, not winter, denotes where the outer bark was at the end of that growth period. So there was a spring, then there was outer bark, then there, then there was winter, then there was a continued uh, growth over that and over that and over that. What I'm getting at is I'm getting at everybody started, or what I believe is everyone started with nothing. And through a huge number of lives devoted to one skill or the other or a combination of skills, you, me, other people were able to develop refined skills. We didn't begin with them we actually develop them. What that means to me is it means that person is an incredibly old being. And each person has refined skills and they continue to refine those skills and as when you take something that's um, stratospherically uh, good and add a lifetime to it, it doesn't change your overall character very much because just that you could push through in a lifetime doesn't take that uh, immense talent and increase it by that much. But the opportunity is available because you don't remember exactly what that skill is, although you're very good at some things. The opportunity is there to say, you know, the things that I'm very good at are certainly tempting. And we are tempting to be uh, the, the, the person that we were before, which is like, it's not a problem. It's so easy to get drawn into being the intellectual, to get drawn into being the uh, physical person, whatever we've already refined. It's so easy to say, oh, I just couldn't do that all day. I enjoy doing that. It's much harder to say, but doing that isn't going to change my character that much, whereas taking this other skill which is somewhere close to zero and actually pushing it up at all is going to give such a synergistic effect and it's going to change my character drastically. You can basically look at it and you can say, okay, you're looking out at this infinite matrix of skill possibilities and masteries. And somewhere out there, you've got this hugely tall temple at one, um, one node, one spot, one talent. And maybe you've got a few of these huge spikes. 
And each time you come back into a lifetime, those have have such a gravity to them because you start doing things in that area and you just get so much adulation. Your ego is stroked beyond the possibility. It's like you have all this stuff thrown at you. What do you do? Well, most likely you go that way. And it takes some silly mathematician or an event in your life that basically cuts you off from being able to be that person in order to be able to notice that you have an opportunity to take one of the other nodes from being a zero to being a little bump. Nothing like the other ones, nothing like your the, the uh, towers that you can't even see the top of, nothing like those skills, but a skill that would work with the other skills and completely change what you're able to do. So upon this description of how characters are formed, I think about time in this, I think about society's trends in this way. Society has got a bunch of things that they that they throw out there and say, these are good skills. Now, are they really going to help you learn something meaningful on your uh, on your mastery, or are they just going to throw you where you where you're good? The other thing is, I have a con- here's my concept of time. If you believe, if, you, if, it, if it's interesting to think about the way that the number of lifetimes it takes you to build those skills up to that height is a very large number, it's actually uncountable, then your soul is very, very, very old, uncountably old. And when society comes to you and they say, gee, Dave, or gee, Tom, or gee, Sally, or gee, Janet, um, we want you to do our stuff. And inside of you, it says, not really what I'm here to do. I'm here to do my stuff. But society says, oh, our stuff is very important. It will help us save humanity. It will help us push the envelope forward. You should do our stuff. But when you come to the realization of how much wisdom you are and how long you've been working, the, uh, sum, the sum total of society's wisdom tends to uh, really pales in comparison to your own gut, to your own, mm, it doesn't queen seem quite right. Because, and then you understand that face that you make. And that inner feeling, you understand now what that's based on and how much wisdom that's based on. You're basically putting your foot and sort of thinking, I know I should should go in a different direction. You begin to see how much meaning the other direction really has. 
it took me a long time to understand that the, the, how much wisdom the other direction really has. So you might, you might pay the bills with another job. Your passion and the thing that you're really working on and the thing that you devote all of your extra time to is not socially trendy. And it's maybe even not something you talk about very much. But you know you're supposed to be doing that. And it doesn't really matter what that thing is because all of the possible actions are in that available matrix, that available set of possible actions. They're all available. So you're working at getting one of them from being a flat-out zero to being a little bump. Maybe you get to work on two or three of those during your life and get little bumps. And that drastically changes your ability to be yourself. Drastically changes yourself. Because maybe you had two or three immense spikes and now you have four or five little bumps. Now let's talk about taking something from being Let's talk about the difference in how you feel when you are in your spike behavior versus how you feel and and perceive and others perceive you when you're in your zero behavior, the thing you're trying to make into a little bump. What you receive from society and the mechanisms that you engage in when you are in your tower, when you are practicing, when you are throwing things from your spike, it's just so natural. And when you're uh, trying to bump up the zero to a little bump, you feel like a car wreck. You feel like a, a, you feel like you ate a grenade. You're constantly embarrassed. You trip over your own shoelaces. You get the pie in the face. The cat craps on your chest. If you're running across the field, you always step in the dog crap. That's the difference. So maybe you basically look at that and say, well, I'm just going to go spend my, all of my time in my spike. Guess what? Next lifetime, you're going to spend all of, your lifetime, all of your lifetime in that spike. 20 lifetimes from now, you're going to be the same character. So even if you spend 25 minutes a day working on the zero connection to get it to a little bump. You have the balance of the day to be in your glory, but you understand why working on your little bump is immensely important to you.
and how you're going to feel every time you work in that area and how other people and other people are going to say, why did you leave this? Why did you leave your tower, O wizard? Why are you down here rolling in the filth, getting stones thrown at you? You know you're supposed to be up there in your tower. You're not enough. You're not this. You're up in the tower. That's who you are. Why did you throw that away? I hope during the first 20 minutes of this program, you understand why you're down, rolling in, you know, stepping in the crap and getting the pie in the face in another skill set. I hope it's really obvious how old you are and how wise the universe is for tripping you up so that your face goes splat in the mud and you've got to crawl for a while. Maybe you understand, gee, it's better that I'm down here crawling than up there because up there isn't going to do me any good long term. It's out here with all these zero parts of myself that the changes can be made and powerful ones in a short period of time. Think back a couple shows to disappointment. Disappointment could even be that door slamming in your face and expelling you from your spike. And you are, you're just heartbroken. Here you are outside of your spike, cast down from your tower, running around in your zero land. Why am I here? What did I do wrong? I was, and you point up at the spike, that's me. Yes, but that's you with no good return on it anymore. And who cast you down into zero land? You did. For a very good reason. So if it's happening to you right now, you understand why. When it happens to you, you will understand why. And now with that preface, with that foundation, I'd like to talk about and end this first half-hour segment by talking about where we are and what your everyday existence is, without a doubt in my mind. You receive exactly the experience that your soul needs for character building. You receive it every day, all day, all of your life. You are served exactly what you need to grow your character. You are served that by yourself and every other person who is here is also served the exact same thing by themselves. They get what they need. And as the Rolling Stone said, 
You might not get what you want, but you get what you need, and you certainly do get exactly what you need for your character journey. You received the perfect gift for character building every single instant. So does everyone else. This is perfection. You live in heaven. This is heaven. It doesn't stop being heaven just because you have a particular point of view on what just happened. It doesn't stop being heaven because your foot went into something unmentionably smelly, just social perception. Now, I'm going to end this first segment by saying, as a result of this train of thought, of this understanding, of this way of thinking, I have no way to be in any other frame of mind than one all the time. And that frame of mind is 100% positive all the time. Because it's there for me, it's always there for me, and I don't doubt it. And if something's going in a particular way, I know it's going that way for me, not against me. So it's all thumbs up. It's all good, literally. It's all for my benefit. It's all for my betterment all the time. And so is it for everyone else. And now I would like to play, I'd like to go to break. And you can join me in about eight minutes on the other side of the break. My number is 646-564-9714. And the break music that I like to play is Dave the Bard, Green and Gray. See you in a few minutes.
morning Round the first of May A man in black came walking Into a wooded glade Following the sounds of pipes On this beautiful spring day High from the music that they made But what beheld him Within that place A look of recognition Fell across his face Oh Lucifer, oh Lucifer Why do you appear to me? For I am a man of God A priest I'm no devil Yeah. 
tune in to International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Thank you, Robin. This is Alan Ritter, and this is another episode of An Emerging Forest. This show is broadcast on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, and I happen to be just across the river from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in a little town called Oakland, New Jersey. If you're interested calling in tonight to talk, The number to call is 646-564-9714. And again, that number is 646-564-9714. And in the first hour, I talked about my uh, perspective on the world. And we ended, or I ended, the first half hour by defining where we are as being heaven because we're getting exactly what we need to get to build our character, our long-term character. So let's talk about freedom. First of all, let's talk about where your feet are right now. Your feet are exactly where they need to be. By feet, I mean your journey. You are on a journey, and you are receiving exactly what you need to receive on your journey. doesn't matter what you're receiving. Many people say, I'm not receiving what I deserve. No, you're not receiving what you deserve. You're receiving what you need. That's what I believe. So I believe I receive what I need. don't have to like it, but I do because I had to change my mind about who I was and about how to pursue life because I got cast out of my spike. And not only do I, not only can I not go back there, At this point, because I have been outside of my spike for such a long time, I actually understand the landscape a lot better, and I understand the spike very, very well. And I don't want to go back there. 
the spike is an illusion of accomplishment to me now. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to have illusions of accomplishment. I want to have accomplishment. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure that that perspective might change over time. But right now, that's the way I look at it. So what I want to look at now is choices of what to do next. And then minding your own business and following what you want to do versus, okay, so I have an option. And I had options when I first moved into this area from Princeton. And I got hooked up with some animal activists and I started to do that and that was all about telling other people that they were not doing the right thing and when I look at the wide open skill set out skill set and action board I don't see any right or wrong I see a full experience set being needed actually be a whole person. And that coupled with the thought Rumi out beyond the notions of right doing and wrong doing, there's a field. I'll meet you there. Pardon me, I had to mute myself because I sneezed. And seeing and seeing after some particular experiences in my life, not seeing everything as white, light, and dark, but seeing everything as light, as as positive, as experience and only experience. I could no longer rightfully point at other people and say they were doing something wrong. So I crossed a fork in the road. I crossed a I crossed a line for myself, which was basically not to do protests that point at other people and say that's wrong because I don't believe it's wrong. I believe it's action. Now, if you're able to create another product and attract them away from doing that action, that's one thing. But to point at someone else and say your journey is not uh, codified, your journey is not available and needed for wholeness of of experience, um, that just is um, that's a that's a nonsense statement in my perspective. So that's why I don't do protests or point at other people. But it is why I have dedicated the last three years of my life to creating a produce club where people have affordable access to organic produce, 
and that's an idea that I've been consulting with the people across the United States and talking to them and basically helping them find organic produce at wholesalers for much less money. Now, I don't say anything about – I don't point at someone else's conduct and say no. What I do is I say, these plants are now cheaper. You want to eat more of them? I don't even say eat less of something else. You want to put more of these in your face and therefore don't even talk about the other thing. Just say, hey, this is a lot more attractive now. Would you like to do this more? As far as how I go about my life, the other thing is is the life of pointing at others and saying not good actually points at actions that you have taken or could have taken during your very long lifetime. So you're actually pointing at yourself and saying, I don't believe in myself, and I don't believe at the value of certain points of my own journey. And that's divide and conquer, and I try not to do that anymore. Because uh, hate just divides you from yourself. In the last 15 minutes of the show, or last few minutes of the show, I'd like to talk about, first of all, what disappointment means, and I'm going to say disappointment was immense when I got kicked out of the spike. When I got kicked out of my last career, when I went, myself kicked me out of my last career and slammed the door with such a finality that I could not possibly have my professional life back. I was very, very upset because it was such a final reality. I had to go do something else. And along the road of doing something else, I actually found out about the spike. And I found out that it was a false spike. So because of that immense disappointment, I was forced to actually go out and walk, quote-unquote, the lowlands, the zero zone, outside of society's halls of power or halls of money where you earn big bucks. And I was able to actually look at that not in... Um, not with not as not in the in the mode of sour grapes, but in the mode of clear analytical thinking. Figure out the themes of the society, and figure out the hooks and the themes within that science and within the. Um, departments that I used to work in and understand them incredibly well and have them fall to fall apart. So now when I look back and I look at where that spike used to be, there's no spike anymore. And I can't go back because there's nothing there. 
There's nothing that, I mean, I could go back, but I would be uh, re-erecting a falsity and parading around um, as, uh, you know, put, uh, putting a cape of illusion upon myself. That would be interesting. That might be very fun to do. But I don't, I, how could I be spouting falseness every single day? And I would know I was doing that. Because being ejected from it caused me to actually take it apart. So disappointment is this is the disappointment, like I talked about several weeks ago, is not to me is not a negative. The end of the road somewhere, the finality of a relationship, the heartbreak of parting, the I can't seem to do this in my life, mean, does not mean you are a failure. It means that you have done that enough and you don't have to do it anymore and you're done doing that. That means you graduated from doing that. And you need to do other things, not that. And when this society puts such a value on being a father, on being a husband, on having a family, and you can't do that, the magnitude of disappointment is immense. I mean, the load that my father put on me by saying, oh, by the time you're 33, you have to be married and have, and have a, a family, have a, you know, at least one son or daughter, or you're a failure. I'm sorry, Carl. But that's not how it is. How it is is I don't, for my development level, I've done family. The reason I can't do family right now is because I graduated from doing that. I don't need it anymore until I build up lots of other things to a certain level. Then maybe I do need it again, but maybe I don't need it again ever. So there, there is a lot of stuff that you will receive in this life, and it can make it, what it will do is it will get under your skin, and that's good because you will think, because you will come out the other end of understanding your self-value, and you will go through the mental and physical beatings and you will understand the reason you are odd and the reason you are outside is because you graduated something else. And that brings me to the last piece of this show. Once you are outside You 
and choose what naturally comes to you and what you need and what you have grown during your lifetime is big D determination, D persistence. And big C confidence and big F self-esteem because you and your and the self-worth in between your ears or wherever you truly reside is all you've got. But it's so immense now after everything that you've been through and everything that you've come through. It's so immense now that nobody can do anything to you. You just smile. You're invulnerable. There's, oh, I'm going to try something different tomorrow. And you're like looking forward to it. There's not even a, there's not even a, a shred of fear at all. You will sit in front of that wall until your persistence and insistence that a door forms makes a door form. And you will be here there until you die, and then you will find it again in your next lifetime, and you will sit there lifetime after lifetime doing your produce club, doing your little activity, marketing your little skill until it grows from being a zero to being a bump. And it grows and you grow a set. You grow like this one, being a zero to being a bump. You grow a hundred of them in that area. You realize how long that's going to take. You realize how satisfying your discrimination From you used to be Mr. Spike and you used to be over there and then you were cast out of the spike. Now you're growing a whole new area of character because you discriminated that where you had lived for all of those million innumerable lifetimes was a falsity. You can't go back. Can you, can you understand the revolution in your character? Can you understand the revolution in your world? Can you understand the instability and the, the newness of where you are? It will be so fluid because you won't be at the top of the tower just looking down. Just the clouds rushing by. Nothing changes. Year after year, nothing changes up here. Never seems to be any different, lifetime to lifetime. You're dead. That's why you kick yourself out, because you're dead. Cast yourself down, and you become a seed again, and you go from zero to a bump. And you explore areas of your character that you've never thought you would because you were always up in the tower. 
and I look at the society and it's a bunch of people up in spikes. And they'll cast themselves down when it's time. I won't. I can't. I can't touch them. I won't say they're wrong because they're not wrong. They'll cast themselves out in their own good time. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you so much for listening. If and when I post this as a YouTube video on my An Emerging Forest YouTube channel. I hope this helps you. I hope this helps you gain confidence wherever you are, however you're, wherever your feet are, because that's where you're supposed to be. The place where you are right now, God circled on a map for you. The place that God is right now, you circled on a map for God. Hafiz. There's no wrong place to be. There's no wrong thing to be doing. So just make products and try to attract someone away from something you'd rather not have them doing. Or wrestle them. (laughs) And say, I love what you're doing, but I got to wrestle you. Because I can't have you do it anymore. So you wrestle with their mind or you wrestle with their body. But you can't say what they're doing is wrong. Or you can, but who's lying to who? And whose lie is going to come back and blow up in your own face? The world is a plane. And actions are all equivalent. You have to do it all to be whole. Thank you so much. My name is Helen Ritter. I've been talking as the show host of An Emerging Forest for two years now. Thank you so much to Harry and Robin for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much to Robin for voicing over my intro music and my rejoin music. I run a small produce club in the southern New Jersey area, mostly centered on customers in Collingswood, Oakland, Haddon Heights, Haddon Township, Haddon Field, and sort of that area of the world. I have been, I have had such a delightful time these last about 10 weeks uh, as new produce clubs have sprung up after interacting with me in Levittown, Pennsylvania, and there is um, purchasing going on. I don't know how much produce club stuff there is going on in Middletown, Delaware, and in Elkton and Rising Sun, Maryland. All of those locations are buying from the Philadelphia Regional Produce Market, in particular, Bracacci Brothers Sales Corporation, a wonderful group of people and a wonderful business to interact with. So straightforward. I have been consulting with folks across the United States from Arkansas to Cleveland, Ohio, to Sacramento, California, from Arizona to Seattle, Washington, 
to Edmonton, Alberta, to Miami, Boca Raton, and Fort Lauderdale, and everywhere in between. We have had, I have had uh, successful buying by people in Cleveland and successful buying by people in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and more people are working in other areas and we will have more successes to report very soon. This is a very small change, but a small change by a few people is a new pathway to produce, and that is an incredibly powerful change, making little zero into a little bump. And that is what's going on. It is a vastly immense change in how a bunch of single people, singular families, buy their produce. Thank you so much for listening. My contact information is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N-8-8 at gmail.com. I'd like to hear from you if you'd like to be on the show. Have a great weekend, rest of the weekend. Have a great evening. Have a great week. Uh, you know where you are, and it's a really good place. Good night, everyone. for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Mm-hmm.